At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. What's up, everybody? Episode 9 of Andor. Um, man, this show is just something else. Welcome back, everybody. Very happy to have you here. If you're brand new to the channel, why don't you subscribe? Do me a favor. Getting to 70,000 by the end of the year. we got a lot going on, for sure, right? This is the little spoiler uh, discussion review for me that I'm going to have on Sith Council a little later. Myself and Steph Sabra and, and Mike Kalnow is going to be talking about it in full, but... Um, I was mistaken. I thought they were doing like a one-off in the last episode and then, or seven, eight, I don't know. I thought they were going to do a, a two-episode arc, but this is definitely a three-episode arc, and this is the second out of the three. Um, a lot went down. I think what this show does so well, I mean, the writing is easily the best written Star Wars material since, um, since Empire Strikes Back. There's no doubt about it. Now, if you want to say you like and feel that maybe there's a little bit more of that space opera feel in the Mandalorian I happen to like that show the best still but I think that there's no doubt that this show is this show is just really great television um and the build-up everything about it and it's there's something about the, what what the empire what they do with the empire in this one they're just not like cartoony villain villains like the bad guys they're like terrifying Nazis I mean they really everything about this episode and what they even right away, what they do to Bix. Um, and there's this whole thing. And Dedra in this episode, Dedra really, I mean, she's been the one pressing this, but you see how ruthless she is. You were kind of, I don't want to say on board with her, but she was the one that you were like, okay, we're following her and her rise through the empire. Um, she's a nasty fucker. She really is. She can, uh, she's, she really is um, rotten. And what she does to poor Bix, I love Bix. She is so great. And I love how she stands strong, stands strong the whole time as she's in the, um, she's in the chair and they put the, uh, that terrifying scene when Dedra is putting, is having the, the doctor who is just such a great creepy Imperial, by the way. What a scumbag that guy is. And he's just, Dedra says, yeah, go ahead and do your work. He's like, thank you. And it's like, oh. And he's just so happy about these screams of these alien sentences of the children and, and Bix. And they do a great moment. It's directed wonderfully this episode. They did a great moment where Bix's scream combines into the prison working of what Andor is going, on, going through and going. And there was three, almost like four arcs in this one. You really, you had... What was going on with Dedra? What was going on with Cyril? Um, well, I guess Bix also the interrogation for a little bit. She's she's the Bix that we know her in the in the beginning, and then she's just kind of like almost like a vegetable by the time we get to the end. Not not really, but she's her her mind is mushed, and they they're keeping her alive. And there's another creepy moment with the Empire when when Dedra says to one of the Imperials, she's like. Keep her alive. Don't kill her. We need her for witness. She's the only one that can um, identify Axis. So don't. What, what, he's like, what about the other guy? Like, what do you want to do? He's like, can I hang him? I really want to hang him. 
be nice if I got, I'd love to hang them. She's like, do what you want to do. I was like, oh, that. And then when they're sitting around the table, they're like, well, we can't just outright kill them because then we need to make it look like, you know, that, that mission's still going along and blah, 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 blah. And like, we'll make it look like an accident. Just kill the guy that way. And they're like, it's like not even dealing with the fact that these are like lives. It's just, it, 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 it's just part of the puzzle. What's so terrifying about the empire. And then obviously there's the stuff that's going on with, um, with Mon Mothma. And we find out that her and Vel are related. And that we, we knew that Vel was a rich girl. We knew that from that moment that they have on the, on, in the, I think it's the last episode or when, we find that that little tidbit about her, but we didn't know that she's related to Mon Mothma, and and it doesn't. And she's not trying to hide anything. And she's definitely one of the. She's she's part. She's part of the crew. She's part of. She's basically telling Mon, level up, level up, because we got it. We have we have to we have to fight this fight, and you figure out what you need to do. And you, I really enjoyed the conversation that Mon then had with Tay because it's like, who is this? Who who's this gangster? Who is he? Who's it gonna be? We'll find out in that in that third in that third angle or the, the next episode, it's in episode ten. Um, and then the stuff that I really enjoyed with the what I think again when you had um Dedra's worker who's he's stepping up, right? And he's and he's moving, he's he's making moves and he he's there and she's like, he's, Well, I need you to send a doctor. He's like, I did that already. She's like, Good work. Like he's he's trying to build up the ranks. Who is this guy? Is this somebody we know? I don't know, but either way, this whole dynamic, what's going on? They're all ruthless, uh, and you see why the Sith Lords thrive in this in this environment. But the main storyline here is obviously what's going on with Cassian inside of the prison, and they're just trying to figure out how to break it. And he can't get Kimo Kino on the on his on his side, which Kino played by uh, the great Andy Serkis. And he's telling him he's like, they're not listening to us, man. We got to figure out. You know, you know how many people are on how many guards they have on these levels at, at one time and Kino won't tell him he's like shut your ass and just go back to where he's you want to do this go do it I liked I mean I'll always love Andy Circus, but I liked Kino even more because it just showed for a little bit he did believe that they would get out and I thought at first he was just kind of like an instrument for the empire but he does believe that they can get get out and he's trying to help out and it's really not until um our boy dies at the end which is pretty, you know, devastating. The poor, poor old man is working his ass off trying to get out. It reminds me like Shawshank Redemption. And he's got just a little bit of time left. And he can't get out because he has this stroke. And then they just kill him on the bridge. And they find out that all of these guys have been killed and, and no one's getting out. And a great moment at the end where he's like, and he asks him again, he's like, how many? And Kino tells him. We're getting to a prison break in the next episode. And we're going to find out exactly how that happens. And... You know, Andor's making his moves, and he's showing like the leader that he is, and and it also shows inside of this that the the Empire's been looking for him, and Cyril, and that's that that creepy scene with Cyril and and Dedra outside, where he's like stalking her on the outside, and she's like, "Hey, you creepy weirdo, I got you this position. Like, you keep doing this, I'm gonna lock you up." And then I'm wondering, is she also attracted to this? I don't know, I can't tell. And he's just got those those creepy eyes, like, "Hey, listen, I appreciate what you did." She's like, you stalking me? He's like, yeah, I mean, by definition, I guess, if that means just, like, coming out here, like, sniffing the air if you're going to be around, then, yeah, I guess so. And that's exactly what happened. But there's so much buildup. And then that, that scene with Cyril and his mom, 
Yeah, I got you this job. Eat your cereal. Oh, you got promoted. Um, so there was just a lot going on in this and leading up to our next episode where what's going to ha- how are they going to get picks out? Are they going to get picks out? Are they going to use her, obviously, for bait? Um, are they going to use Andrew's mom to try to get him? Like, what is going to happen with this and how, the, how is the prison break obviously going to happen? The sound in this episode was amazing. The way that they, they it was directed masterfully. The, I'll, sometimes I don't like when they do that. Like, I, I can't remember what it was. It's like a pink can and then it chips into like a machine gun or it's like, ah, okay, it's just kind of gimmicky. There were these blends that happened through, um, that happened in this episode with the sound, with the music, with the effects, the transitions, um, and then the, the character buildup and what's going on with Mon Mothman, that great scene in the Senate when she's talking to everybody and she's like, they're shutting down. They don't want, they, everybody's playing Empire's game right now. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to buck the system. And she does. So, I loved this episode. I thought it was great. I'm very curious what you guys think. Did you like the episode? Did you not like the episode? Where do you think this is going to go in the next episode? Obviously, they're building towards the prison break. How do you think they're going to do it? I'm very curious to hear what you think. What do you think about the Empire so far in this one? Who do you like the most? Who do you dislike? There's a lot of people to dislike in the show. Not the, not the performances, obviously. The characters are really doing some heinous stuff. And anytime I can use the word heinous, it means that things are going good. Um, anyway, thank you. I appreciate you. Do me a favor once again. Subscribe. Hit that button. We're almost there. 70,000. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. It could be stuff like vintage vinyl, stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. Peace. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.